Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? There you go. I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah. Very much out of practice there. Yeah. <coughs> Hang it with these. I've done that one. Yeah, episode 87. That's right. We are back. After a, uh, by the way, how dumb is it that three week layoff? The biggest thing we talk about is football, and then NFL playoffs happen, and then we don't do yeah. a show for three weeks. Well, you know, <sighs> we needed time to heal. Yeah, that, and we got hit with blizzards, and yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we are back. It is episode eighty-seven. I am your host, Ease. With me, as always, Dylan. And uh, I just made a comment before we hit record about how. Seems like every time we take one of these little, you know, couple week breaks, all kinds of shit happens, and I've got a lot of stuff written down. Probably forgetting a lot of it, uh, but we're gonna go through as much as we possibly can. I, I made a, a few notes myself. Good. Uh, so yeah, and we're Ooh, just uh, remember obviously gonna talk heavy on the football, uh, heavy on the Steelers, heavy on the Super Bowl, all that stuff, and then we got our, our normal uh, pop culture stuff that I'm sure we'll get into a little. I, bit. I'm I've. Very heavy on the I, pop culture stuff. I already know one thing you're going to talk about. What's that? Um, Murderville. Oh, yes. That's, that's yeah. all your Facebook post. Yeah. Uh, I did watch one episode. Technically two, but I really only paid attention to one okay. so far. But anyway. More on that later. Yes, more on that later. Tease. Um, uh, as you may or may not have listened to, uh, I you know, after that sad Steeler Chief game, I just couldn't quite let it go, so I came back in and, and threw in an extra little farewell to Ben. Um, but we subsequently got the official word in his little video, and mm-hmm. <sighs> motherfucker got me in my feels again. And then like the Steelers put out a nine-minute video tribute of his entire career, and I'm I'm done. Don't uh, no more. I don't. I'm wondering why my, you're bringing it up. It's my two weeks heart ago. can only take so much. Yeah. Now I must turn away from you. Yes. Um. So we'll get into the Steelers offseason stuff here in a little bit. But first off, um, the playoffs up to this point, with the exception of Wild Card Weekend, which uh were blowouts couple, for the most part. Yeah. A couple of decent games, but the rest were kind of ho hum. Uh, since then, divisional and AFC, NFC championship games were just fucking amazing. This, it's hard to say because recency bias and also the wildcard weekend sucks so bad, but this might be the best NFL playoffs I can ever remember. I mean, that divisional round playoff round was the greatest weekend of football ever. I think yeah, that goes I mean, without question. If... Uh, if I, if I was trying to convince somebody who was not a football fan to become a football fan, those two weeks of games would have been like the perfect mm-hmm. introduction to it because, yeah, they, they literally had everything. 
uh, all down to the wire, a couple overtime games. Um, but, yeah, just absolutely fantastic football, whether you like the outcome or not. Uh, obviously hated the Bills outcome because that was my horse. Um, Me too. You know, we had talked about that all season long, that should the Steelers get knocked out, the Bills were going to be our team. And, uh, yeah, we saw what happened there. And then, then the fucking Bengals, man. I believe you pointed it out in the group chat. We both picked the Bengals to finish last in the division, <laughs> yeah. and here they are in the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, no call us experts for nothing, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so real quick, we'll we'll jump back to the whole divisional round just for a brief second, so I can ask you this question. Yeah. What's your opinion on the overtime rule? Play defense. So leave it alone play defense i mean it's the the one side you can't say uh, the counterpoint i can kind of get is like well it's not exactly even because if you're in overtime your defense is pretty tired so that does make it a lot easier for the offense to drive down and score but yeah i think overall statistically the the winner of the coin flip wins far more than well did you see the chiefs going to the AFC title game when they Wait. won the coin toss set on Twitter, we won the coin toss all caps, three explanation points. Yeah. Well, see, that was but. the, the instant counterpoint because we literally spent a week listening to all the, the yeah. talking heads talk about all oh, that. They need to change the rules. Cause Josh Allen. Now me personally, I would love to have seen what Josh Allen could do. Yeah. But at the same time, just, I was in absolute fucking shock that with 13 seconds left, the Chiefs managed to get into field goal range. Prevent defense, prevents you from winning. Yeah. they. I mean, they literally played a picket fence. Yeah. But the bigger point, squib the fucking ball. Yeah. they. That's going to take off at least three or four seconds mm-hmm. unless they just take a knee and, and give themselves up. But still, then they're not on the 25. They're, you know, depending on as long as the, the kick was decent, keep it in the field of play, at least take off a little bit of time. But, mm-hmm. I mean, hats off to them. Uh, they did it, and I was literally like, it, "It's the most excited I've been in a long time for a not Steeler game." And then the first pass happens, I'm like, "Okay, no, this isn't." And then the second pass happens, fuck. And yeah, as soon as they won the coin toss, it was I knew it like, was over. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, if for no other reason, just the absolute emotional fucking devastation that that team had to have been feeling right. after literally you're going to the you're, you're going, going to the, the super Bowl, well yeah. you're going to the afc championship oh, yeah. game um and then just suck the fucking life right out of them with that yeah. so uh i personally would like to see both teams get a possession regardless so would you do if the first team scores a touchdown the other team gets possession if they score a touchdown then it goes to sun death yeah, but I would even I would I don't even know that I would go the sudden. De- I like the fucking college overtime. I like the college overtime, except for the change they made this year. I, the two point conversion thing. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I don't stupid. Like that. Where it becomes soccer shootouts. Uh, my overtime rule is, I mean, I, the shootout thing isn't bad, but not necessarily from the two yard line. If you're going to do it that way, giving the ball to twenty five, you have four downs. There is no first down. You have four plays, twenty five yards. That that's would be idea. that would be my. Take out field goals, too. Yep. That way teams can yes, do field. Absolutely. That's not bad. Give them one. You know, here's your possession. 
Yep. You know, kick off like normal. Here's your possession. Or, you know, if you want to save injury, don't even kick off. Here, Here's the ball to 25. Go. That's what Regular possession. And then whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, the other team gets the ball to 25. Go. If after that they're tied, then each, each team gets the ball at the opponent's 25 because, you know. Oh, so you're talking about when it starts. A full drive. Okay, okay. They each get a full. Okay. That's you not know, a bad idea. And it, if the first team with a with the possession throws a pick or whatever, I mean the other team obviously still has to do something with it. Sure. Um, but then if it's tied after that, then they get the ball on the the twenty five opposing so, twenty five. Yeah. So they've only got, they've got twenty five yards to go. No field goals. Four plays. It's kind of hard to gain twenty five yards in four plays. Well, or it can. You can do fifteen yards. But it, be bad at that. Yeah, either way, but it, it's I think it would be fairly. It would quick. be better, and you then know? you could also make it to where extra points don't count. You have to go for two, which is what college used to have. Yeah. I mean, after, there are yeah. so many better ways to do NFL overtime than the way they do it right now, and and, and eliminate ties. That that that's got to go. These are professional fucking athletes. A tie should not exist. They took it out of college. Why why would why would you leave it in the pros? I don't know. It's weird. It's just it's ignorant. Um, but anyway, yeah, the whole discussion kind of got effed in the A when the very next week they went to overtime with Cincy and Patrick Mahomes throws a just retarded interception and ends up. That was like, a pretty damn good defensive play, though. It was. Um, but, yeah, just leads the fucking Bengals to the Super wow. Bowl. And then uh, on the other side of the coin, the Rams. I mean, that was a great game with the Niners. Great game with the Bucks too. Oh uh, yeah, that both of them really. I mean, that game looked over, and then Tommy was like, "No, not so much yet." And then Stafford's like, "Oh, I think not, motherfucker." Yeah. 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 What single coverage on a guy that has caught like a hundred ninety-seven thousand balls this year? Thank you. Yeah. You know, just and I'm so happy for Matt Stafford. We talked about yeah. preseason. I wanted Matt Stafford. Like when when the rumor mill was going around that he might be leaving Detroit, I would have fucking love to get Matt Stafford and look what happens. He gets on a good team and goes to the Super Bowl. I mm-hmm. mean, the guy is an elite level quarterback. He just never had elite level right. talent around him other than maybe Calvin one Johnson. guy here and there and never really a decent defense to speak of and no running game. He never had a thousand yard. N- rush no, no, uh, n- not even close. I don't believe. No. Um, and what's Here's how much shit has happened, not only in football, but in other stuff through the course of these last couple of weeks. I, you see all this shit I wrote down, right? Uh-huh. You know what's not on there? What's that? Tom fucking Brady. Yeah. I, I, I should have come in and prepared and had the hallelujah music and everything, but yes, uh, it's beneficial. Tom Brady is gone. He has retired. I thought my post was brilliant, by the way. I don't remember what it was. You liked it. I'm sure I did, but I like. I was it. when I got the news. I was driving, and my Facebook, or I'm sorry, my phone background right now is Aaron Rodgers in a Steelers uniform, and I happened to be. I was listening to music, so I got the news, got the alert on my phone. Tom, breaking news: Tom Brady confirms retirement. Actually, no, he didn't confirm it. That was before he it was confirmed, but whatever. And then I, the song, I immediately switched it to "YouTube Beautiful Day." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, speaking of of that, <clears throat> what do you think happened there? Do you think Tom was pissed that 
his buddy Darlington and combined with Adam Schefter broke the story. And then they're like, no, no, you know, I have not confirmed it. And then literally like two days later, yeah, I officially retire. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. I think he wanted to do it his way. And at the very least, he should have come out and apologized to because Schefter got fucking roasted on Twitter. Absolutely just killed for breaking that story and then it, I, I, if, it being, quote, not true. If and, I'm him, though, I kind of get that. It's like, you know what, dude? You could have, you didn't need this story. You you could have sat on it. That does happen. Jay Glazer talked about that with Sean Payton, that he knew Sean Payton was going to retire a month ago. But yeah, Sean Payton told him. Not a story that big, though. I mean. Sean Payton retiring is pretty Sean big. Sean Payton is pretty big, but this we're talking fucking Tom Brady. Ten Super Bowls, seven Super Bowl championships. I mean, greatest of all time. <clears throat> you, you get that story, you want to be the one to break it. So much so that he went to Darlington, who was close to the Brady camp, mm-hmm. and like, look, just, I don't know if he like gave Darlington a handy or, or what to put his name on it, and then for, you know, most of the Brady camp to basically deny that it was mm-hmm. true. Only to turn around, what, 48, 72 hours, whatever it was. I thought it was longer than that. I think it was like three days. Three yeah. three or four days, absolute tops. Yeah. And then, you know, he comes out with the nine-page right. screenshot tweet or whatever. Right. There we go. Sorry, I'm just my chair. Um, so, yeah. We had talked about throughout the course of this season, and even I guess it kind of started at the end of last season after he won the Super Bowl about how it was becoming harder and harder to hate him. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I can't remember where I heard it from. It might have been McAfee because I am 100% just Mac head, right? I literally have watched slash listened to every single episode for like the last two or three weeks. Yes. Like it's, it's addicting. Um, I almost wonder if it wasn't Belichick that was kind of holding him back all these years from being himself if he got like brainwashed into I think so yeah because he just I hate to say it but got more and more likable and maybe it was because he wasn't in New England or whatever I don't know but he never did three years ago I would have like I wouldn't have walked across the street to piss on Tom Brady if he was on fire and it just became harder and harder to hate him so I'm glad he's gone so you know it's like the ending of Anchorman I hate you with every fiber of my being, but God, I respect you. Ah, forehead kiss. Like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. How about that Canton show coming up here in five years? Uh, that was my first thought too. Is like, there's going to be a bunch of ste- uh, freaking mass holes <laughs> at Ben's retreat. <laughs> there will yeah. be, but there's, they still aren't going to touch. I, yeah. Cause Pittsburgh's what? Two hours away from Canton. Some shit like that. I think less. Yeah, at the absolute most, it's it's like an yeah. hour forty five, two hours. Um, you saw what was there for Bettis. Yeah, and Bettis was only with the team what nine years, ten well, years. Let's something not like discount that. Jerome Bettis. No, not at all. Favorite, one of my favorite Steelers of all time, without yeah. a doubt. But I'm just saying, Ben was there eighteen years. I mean, it's it's going to be massive. Yeah, and now it's going to be Ben and Brady. And somebody even joked about, well, what if AB never plays again? Does he get in that week? No. Probably not. No. 
But you know what might happen, and I hope it does, but it probably won't? Mm-hmm. Hines. No, that's not happening. Hines is getting in. If Tory fucking Holt got in, Hines is getting in at some point. Their their stats are almost identical. I think it'll be longer than five years. Well, I, actually, no, no, no. I I, I don't. I, I I don't know. Well, it's tough because I hear a lot of Hall of Famers. I heard Rich Eisen say it during this Hall of Fame weekend that when you talk to the Hall of Famers in now, who they want to see in next year, the name that kept came coming up was Heinz Ward. So, you know, yeah, but, I, I'd say he could probably. Yeah, he'll probably get in before then. So, but Heinz didn't even. Are you talking about recently they were talking about that? This was this last Hall of Fame ceremony, yeah. Oh, well, Heinz didn't even make the finalists. Oh, really? No. Which Because they, they decide the Hall of Famers Super Bowl week. We, right, right. We'll be getting the, the class announcement sometime this week. Right. Uh, maybe at the honors. I think it is. I believe it's Saturday, yeah. Is it? I think the NFL honors is Thursday. I think it's Thursday. They did change it to Thursday. You're right. Yeah. So. Um, And, yeah, he didn't even make the 15. Wow. So... I still think at some point he gets in. Well, yeah. And it would be really cool to see him and Ben going together. All right. Now, with Brady's fuckstick ass retiring, that's, a, I mean. It is overshadowing Ben. There's, yeah. yeah, there's two spots gone. Yeah. I mean, because there's no way in hell, even with Brady now being in the same class, there's no way that knocks Ben out of first ballot, in my opinion. I, I just can't see it. Unless the writers are like, you know what? Ben deserves to be the headliner for a year. Let's kick him down the road for a year. Fuck that. Kick Brady down. Ben went out. Ben retired first. <laughs> Brady can wait one more year. Fuck that guy. Yeah, you know that wouldn't happen. Yeah, so. no. I don't think that happens either. They'd go in the same year. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, and, and Adrian I mean, Peterson, he, he he's another guy that would be, that yeah, could be in that class if he doesn't play again. Absolute first ballot. Yeah. Um. I want to say there was somebody else. That, that I don't know that Eric Weddle would be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but no, no, I don't think so. No, I, I think he's probably Hall of Fame worthy, but not, yeah. in, in my opinion, first ballot. Right. But anyway, that's five years down the road. We'll have right. that argument then. Uh, la 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 la. What else we got here before we get into the other stuff? Well, who you got? Sunday. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit later. We have more football stuff? Okay. There's a lot of football stuff. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> um, big, big. Okay, well, let's just jump right into this. Where was your emotions through the, the week that was Harbaugh? <sighs> I'll be honest. The first story that I saw that I thought was the beginning of the end was when their DC went to Baltimore. That's what... I thought that that was that was in my notes. I that, thought, that the whole Michigan saga has been in my notes. I went from okay. Well, we'll get to let's let's open that can. Yeah, absolutely. You heard the joy in my heart the last month or so, yeah. two months with around Michigan football. I honestly, when the DC left, I thought that was literally Jim calling John and be like, "Hey, look, give this guy a fucking job. He's he's good at what he does. Because I'm the fuck out of here." I didn't think of that. I thought it was just – I thought it was the opposite. It was John saying, hey, you know that defensive coordinator I gave you last year? I want him back now because that's where McDonald came from. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he was the linebacker's coach the year before. For Baltimore? For Baltimore. Went to Michigan? Yes. Jim called John, hey, you got a D coordinator. 
yes, Tate McDonald, I think he'll be great. He was great, and now fucking John took him back. As DC? As the DC, yeah. That's not good news for us, by the way. Um, yeah, that, it sucks. We're, that's what makes it suck doubly is not only does my college team lose their great defensive coordinator, he goes to <laughs> the fucking my pro team's arch rival. So does Michigan hire Wink Martindale now? I thought he retired. I thought that was the whole reason why. No, he got fired. Oh, he did? Yeah. Um, well, probably not. I'm sure he didn't get a glowing review from John, so. Um, you know how that goes, though. It's somebody's got to fall. Anyway, so all right, back to Michigan. So that, and then I hear Harbaugh. Oh, he's going to be interviewing for Chicago. I'm like, I don't see him going to Chicago. And I could have seen it, I, but I there's this the Michigan podcast I listened to, and it was the day of signing day where he had the interview, and the host said, if I was Manuel, the AD at Michigan, I would tell Jim Harbaugh, if you get on that plane, you're fired. <laughs> because why the fuck are you taking a job interview on <laughs> National Signing Day? And granted, National Signing Day is not what it used to be because most of their commits are, have already signed. Have already like, signed. Yeah. But still, to take a nine hour job interview on National Signing Day. I thought it was 1,000%. I did, gone. too. And, and, he, and he, Harbaugh apparently said to the AD, oh, this is you'll never have to worry about this again. I'm committed to Michigan forever. I don't, I don't know that I believe that because college football coaches are notorious liars. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that for a second. Especially if the right job comes along, he's going to go. If the Colts don't make the playoffs next year? Doesn't that make perfect sense? I mean, yeah, it, it, it's very possible. Um, although I don't know that they will cut Frank Reich loose. It all depends on what hap- how they don't make the playoffs. Like if they roll the dice with Carson Wentz again, we go six and ten, yeah, or six and eleven. I think I don't think Reich's gonna lose his job. I think they'll shit can Wentz first. Mm. And give him a fair shake at you know somebody else at mm. QB, but I think he would definitely be on the hot seat. Right. Um, so yeah, um, not feeling good about that. And then okay, fine, at least we got our head coach back. So a lot of damage control needs to be done, but that's a good thing. And then their fucking offensive coordinator leaves. He goes to goddamn Miami, the Broyles Award winner. So you lose both coordinators, the U or the Dolphins. The U. Okay. Which, what? Like, why? That's a downgrade. Probably gave more money. Maybe. I mean, but I don't know. I I don't know why you wouldn't want to just stay there with the guys you have. You got a lot of guys coming back. You got McNamara. You got Corum. You got J.J. McCarthy. You know. Okay. Let me just throw out. To try and get a head coaching job. Let me just throw out. Two possible reasons. Yeah. One might take that job. More money. Mm-hmm. Michigan winner. Miami winter. Okay. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up out of here. Miami's a dumpster fire. Michigan was in a pretty good spot. Okay, but... It, 
let's say he goes down there and actually builds a solid offense. Not saying they're going to win a championship or anything. Sure. But, I mean, if you see big turnaround at a school like Miami, which is, you know. Down. uh, It's down, but it's still very highly regarded in the world of college football. Sure. And if you could turn that around, he could write his own ticket. You know what I mean? And do it from Miami (laughs) instead of fucking Michigan. It's fucking Michigan. Right? I, I mean, from a pure football s- standpoint, yes. But it's Miami. <laughs> um, so, it's yeah. It's 85 on Christmas Day. It's been rough being a Michigan fan this past month is my point. Yeah. I, I, uh, very rough. A horrible start the very first day of, the, of said month and year. Although I kind of yeah, I mean he's that, he's but... back, but he's definitely got his work cut out for him. Yeah. So anyway, so that's it. All right. Other NFL news of note: Alvin Kamara is yeah. in a shitload of trouble. I know the headline. What exactly happened? Uh, the story that we are getting is this: this occurred Saturday night, mm-hmm. the day before the Pro Bowl. They were. were coming back from a club or whatever and some guy tried to get on the elevator and Alvin for whatever reason didn't want to fucking ride with this guy mm-hmm. and pushed him away while well, the guy fucking knocked his arm away like, you know get off me type thing mm-hmm. and they almost beat him to death like they're calling it a substantial bodily harm I don't know about beat him to death but they beat the dog shit out of him and it's all on video to the point where he is potentially looking at five years, up to five years. Well, we know he won't see that. No. But they did all the investigating and everything. Meanwhile, Alvin Kamara's catching balls in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> and it, it, 5.50 local time is when he got arrested. So, like, I mean, he was probably still wet from the shower. Jesus Although Christ. He probably didn't need to take a shower, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, he's in jail. Uh, I believe he has a court appearance tomorrow at one thirty. Holy fuck! Yeah. So, a uh, solid chance that he's going to uh, miss some time next year. Yeah, I sounds mean, like it. I- I'm kind of with you. I doubt he does much, if any, jail time. He's probably going to get probation, big fine, settlement. That too. Here's your check. They'll, yeah, there'll be a civil, a civil. Oh, case for sure. On top yeah. of it. Um. So yeah. Uh. Although Saints might use this as an opportunity to save a little money because they're in fucking cap hell right yeah. now. Um, speaking of Saints, obviously we talked earlier, mentioned it. Um, Sean Payton stepped aside. Uh, we mentioned that off the air, by the way. No, we were talking about it because I was talking about Brady. You you talked you said something, but okay, it. you did. All right. Um, but anyway, a lot of weeds are. Uh, Peyton's going to take a year off and hope that Mike McCarthy gets fired so he can be the new Dallas coach next year. <laughs> Unofficially, but in my heart of hearts, that's what's really going on. I think there's already a backroom deal between him and Jerry Jones. Mm. Maybe not, but that's just what I believe. Anyway, they, they hired their defensive coordinator, so there's yet another white coach getting a job over black candidates, which is, again, we'll kind of dive into that here in a second. But this whole Alvin Kamara thing gets interesting because the Saints are seventy-one million over the cap. <laughs> Holy fuck! For next year, yeah. 
what is the cap? Two hundred. They they haven't given an official oh. number yet. I don't believe, but the estimated cap. I mean, it's going to be a huge jump, obviously. Right. And the estimated cap, Saints are seventy one million over it right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're. It's not going to be a good year to be a Saints fan because they're in the a, tank is on. A, yeah, yeah. They're in a world of fucking hurt right now. <clears throat> so, um, other news that kind of made the airwaves today. I first heard about it on McAfee, and I believe Rich Eisen talked about it on his show. Kyler Murray has scrubbed his socials of all Arizona Cardinals material. Yeah, what the fuck? I heard that too. Now, there are conflicting reports on the Twitterverse that he never followed the Cardinals, but he still scrubbed like all of his pictures... Hmm. So hard to say. Doesn't make a lot of sense because I mean, supposedly Kingsbury was his guy. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't. That's going to be an interesting story to follow. Right. If he does one out, it's just one more name to fucking throw into the QB carousel out there. I mean, I'd I'd give up first for Kyler Murray right now. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'd give up two. Yeah. I I would give up more for Kyler Murray than I would for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, just because and, and Russell Wilson. Again, uh, age. Yeah. For for that very reason. I, doesn't mean I wouldn't take either one of those other two. I mean, my <coughs> my desire to put Aaron Rodgers in the black and gold is well documented on this show. But, yeah, if I'm given the opportunity, give me Kyler Murray. Right. Uh, la, 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 la. So, yeah, coaching. A lot of coaching jobs have been filled. None of which by black members. One. One, I'm sorry. It is... Uh, Lovey Smith. Uh, Lovey Smith, who... <sighs> As I said on Facebook, May, boy, did that hire come yeah, from the league office. Uh, very... Yeah. Yeah. Questionable at, at, at least. I'm not going to sit here and say the NFL made them hire Lovey Smith, but I think they might have, like, look. They Please. Might, they might have got on the phone and, yeah, say just... For the love of God, hire this guy. But yeah. I mean, <sighs> which this is kind of weird going back to the Gruden emails. Gruden said that J- the league pressured Jeff Fisher to draft Michael Sam. He didn't put it as polite as I did, but <laughs> yeah. so it's not outside the realm of possibility. And oh, uh, I could one hundred percent see it being yeah a thing. Um, I didn't say that on. Facebook as a joke. Like, I, I believe that's probably what happened. What's your take on the whole Brian Flores thing? Um, You know, it's interesting. I, I There's 32 owners in the NFL. They're all white over the age of 50. 31. But no, you're wrong. 30 NFL owners all white over the age of 50. Who are the other two? Shad Khan. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's, he's not white. He's Pocky. Yeah, he's not white. Yeah, no. you're correct. Forgot about that. And Forgot Green, about him. And the Green Bay Packers are not. Okay, thirty of them. There's a chance, probably a few of them are racist, wouldn't you think? Oh yeah, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. The thing that's weird is that, like, okay, you're suing the the Dolphins. Why well, I'm sure their defense is going to be, well, dude, we hired you. And you're mad at Denver, when the coach you interviewed to replace was Vance Joseph, who's black. 
So the Giants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vance Joseph. Yeah. Wrong. Nick Fangio. No. He's talking about a few years ago when they hired Vic Fangio. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. The coach he was. Okay. Yeah. Was Vance Joseph. Okay. So, I mean, the Giants, I don't know that they've ever had a black coach, so maybe there's a case there. That's an old family. Yeah. Mara family. Yeah. Um, well, the Rooney's an old family, too. Yeah. We have a black coach. I, exactly. That's my point. Who will never get fired. Yeah. Um, never mind. We'll argue about that again another day. Um, so I, I don't know that he has a chance to win just because that's going to be very hard to prove. Uh, the the Belichick tw- message is pretty fucking damning. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, man. Sorry, we kind of knew that who we we're gonna hire, but we had to fill the quota. I think there's gonna be a settlement, probably. But the twist to all this is the the pay for poor play. That's the bigger one. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I think that's Hugh Jackson has has said that he's got some damning evidence that he will bring to the table when the time has come. Hmm. And I mean, Hugh Jackson had two seasons of a combined 1 and 32. Yeah. Or 1 and 31. So, I mean, that man should be like fucking Bill Gates rich right now. <laughs> Because ain't nobody tanked the way Hugh Jackson tanked. Right. And and B-Flow, I mean... He shouldn't have been fired this year, though. No. I mean, that was... Everyone was like, what the fuck? He's so. had... I mean, they're not... No, they're not what I would call successful seasons, but they weren't terrible. Like, mm-hmm. there was progress. Right. He just got a new quarterback. Like, give the man some time. That he didn't like, according to reports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now... I mean, for all intents and purposes, he has tanked his career for for this lawsuit. Yeah. So he better hope they settle for a substantial amount of money because, I mean, nobody will ever admit it, mm-hmm. but he'll be blacklisted. Right. it would be him and fucking... Oh, God. <sighs> Gruden? No. Well, he, yeah. But <laughs> I don't know who you're trying to think Kaepernick. of. Kaepernick. Oh, sure. Yeah, I could see... That's probably how this will end. Flores won't be doing anything this year except the lawsuit. There'll be a settlement for an undisclosed amount. This about ten months from now, some HBCU will hire him to be their head coach. I could see that happening. Yeah. Even uh, though he should, I mean, just talent wise, think he should get a power five, but Yeah. Um, he could too. I mean, I don't know. So let's see. We talked about that. We talked about the players, OT coaches. Um, we haven't talked about all the hires. No, but I mean, at that this point, anybody who's a football fan that wants. To I'm know. sorry. Didn't we just talk about the divisional round of the playoffs? Happened well, just our thoughts ago? on it. I mean, yeah. are there any coaching hires that shocked you or that? Uh well, I mean, other than Lovey Smith, I mean, that one's kind of. Yeah, that one kind of came out of left field. Brian Dayball makes a lot of sense for the Giants. Yeah. Um, very, very surprised the Raiders didn't resign Basaccia. Hey, how's your family? <laughs> Gobble ghoul, that fucking cracks me up every yeah. time he does it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Especially every, he got a lot of support there. The whole team wanted him. And you bring in Josh McDaniels, who, I mean, he's already failed once before. Almost twice. He, like, he turned the fucking plane around on his way to Indy. Yeah, I just... That, I think, is going to end up being a huge mistake. Especially since they're trying to re-sign Carr. I, I don't know. Well, and... Uh, Quick, name a Belichick disciple that has been successful. None. Exactly. I mean, Vrabel's on the cusp. Actually, yeah. Well, Vrabel, I don't... Yeah, no, Vrabel. I was going to say, did he ever coach under Belichick? Yeah, he did. Um, Beeflo was kind of successful, but... No playoffs. Yeah, didn't get a yeah. chance to Ra- Vrabel is job. literally the yeah. most successful one that, that's come out of that farm. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Weiss was decent for a little bit at Notre Dame, but yeah, I'm just talking in the pros. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, trying to yeah, and now the Packers have hired him, Vasatia. Oh, they have to be their special teams coach. Oh, okay, which is a need. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Packers had one of the worst special teams in, uh, in right. the NFL. So, uh, again, get to the Steelers in a minute. Pro Bowl. Why the fuck do they play that game anymore? <laughs> that Did you watch any of it? I did. I did. That I, was the most pathetic fucking thing I've ever seen. I, I turned it on. I saw some tweets about it. I'm like, surely it's not that bad. And I turned it on. It was worse. Yeah. It was literally worse than I thought. It was a walkthrough practice in full pads. Two-hand touch. What a giant piece of shit. And I hope the tickets were free because there's no way I would pay money to go see that. You know they weren't. I know. They charge money for the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Just, I mean, I get it. I'm not blaming the players at all. Look, they're making millions and millions of dollars. There's no way I'm going to risk, you know, Mm -hmm. my big payday on a fucking all-star game that doesn't mean shit. Mm -hmm. But just kill the damn thing. Have a weekend, have them out, do some skills competition, make it a big fan experience. Yeah. Like the like the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Set them up on tables and let fans come through and talk to them. And, you know, they can do drills, they can do skills competitions, things like that, where they don't have to risk getting hurt. Yeah. And just let it be that. Right. Because what they put on the field yesterday for two and a half, three hours was just an absolute joke. You know? Right. Seven interceptions between the two teams. Um, yeah, it was just, it sucked. It was, was kind of cool that they tried out the fourth and 15 kickoff, but it didn't well, seem like teams were taking it too seriously. It was basically, hey, throw a bomb every time. I, di- I didn't. What are you talking about? Instead of kicking off, you had, you could either punt. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You could kick off or. Instead of doing an onside kick, you had a fourth and 15. It's called the Shiano proposal, which I hope they actually do in real life. But teams were just throwing bombs every time. That's why, like, when you first turn the game on, I think that the Chiefs had 14 points and had three offensive plays because... Chiefs. I say Chiefs, AFC. Sorry. And I did notice that there was a lot of scoring really quickly, and I... Yeah. Like when I turned it on, it was already like fourteen to thirteen. Right. I think I missed the the TJ Watt 
strip sack that I didn't see it. I had it on like because I had a, wasn't I, feeling too I, well. I used I the term asleep. strip sack very loosely. He basically, uh, I think it was Kirk Cousins had the ball cocked back and Watt swatted his hand. The ball bounced up in the air and mm-hmm. right into the hands of Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. who ran it in for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply because everybody was just standing there, which mm-hmm. is what most of them were doing the entire time. Yeah. Did you know, a little fun fact for you, Jack Youngblood, after losing the Super Bowl, went and played in the Pro Bowl on a broken leg. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. yeah very... Oh, how times have changed. Even Dion said it, too. He said, you know, I always felt like at the Pro Bowl, it was me against the best in the world, and I wanted to prove that I belonged. Yeah, I mean, even so, into the, uh, I would say the Pro Bowl, up until about ten years ago, Phillies tried was was somewhat competitive. Yeah, like, do you remember Sean Taylor? In the Pro oh Bowl? yeah, yeah. When who, he, who was that? It was a punter. They ran a fake punt, and Sean Taylor took his head. Oh, it was off. a punter. I thought it was a quarterback. No, it was a punter. Oh yeah, they ran a Just fake punt to be absolutely cute. fucking destroyed him. Yeah. Like they still show that on highlight reels and stuff. When somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted that it, Sean Taylor is rolling over in his grave right now because yeah. they're literally playing two hand touch. And I mean, even the blocking that they would snap the ball and the the two linemen, offensive defense, would just stand up and kind of put their hands on each other. Yeah, and then the quarterback would throw an interception, which is seemed to be the theme of the day. Yeah, but yeah, it was just. Sad. And like I said, up until like 10 years ago or so, it was a fairly competitive game. To be fair, though, did you care about the Pro Bowl then, though? No. I mean, I it, it all to me, it always depended on like how many Steelers were in it yeah. as to whether or not I would watch. I would try and watch them just because it was the last time I was going to see them for a while. So, um, but yeah, I don't never really cared. care. And I, it's a meme and I get it. Uh, it's a joke, but it's actually a fucking great idea. Was you take the two worst teams in the NFL and it's like they play for the first overall pick. Yeah, they play for the first overall pick. Give them, and you have to win, obviously. Right. So they have something to play for. And no, do it the opposite. You have to lose. You have to let's South Park it, and you have to try and play worse than the other two. New NFL record today is the teams combined for 47 turnovers. Three to nothing was the final score in quintuple overtime. Yeah. Well, shit. What do you do if, like, the team that I don't know would have finished second to last to standings, but traded away that pick for the season started, so it's not their pick. Do they where, play? That's yeah. That's where it's fucked up. Yeah. That's where because teams do that yeah. quite often. So, uh, like I said, it's it's a great idea, but one that because of that would probably never actually work out. Yeah. What if they did like I know NHL they do like a 3 on 3 tournament between divisions. Yeah. What if you did something like do 7 on 7, seven, on seven type but thing? Just do flag football. Do 7 on Might 7 as well. flag. I just I mean that's that's basically what they're fucking playing right now. Right. Like it, you know, they if they want to be careful with their bodies, take the pads off and make it traditional flag football. I mean it's no. Injury risk is n- no greater than the shit they're doing right now. No. So, no. And it would probably be more entertaining because yeah. at least then you have a chance of like a juke move. Like there was a two point conversion attempt mm-hmm. for, that they ran the ball 
with Najee Harris. Yeah. And he w- it, Najee Harris would have fucking scored there, but because they basically played two-hand touch, as soon as he got touched, he was down at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> like, there's, yeah, just yeah. absolutely ignorant. I don't even know why they had running backs in there because they, they couldn't really even break past the line of scrimmage without getting touched, and they instantly blow him dead. Like, yeah. did you see the Mac Jones run? I did, yeah. Where he got blown dead. Got but- blown dead, ran another 50 yards, and then did the gritty in the end zone, like, and I was thinking, since it's a joke anyway, go even further. Jump into the stands, go to the con- concession stand, get a beer and a popcorn, then run back, and I don't know. Yeah, do something weird to make it fun. I don't know. I think I'm going to enjoy hating Mac Jones, though. Really? He's just got that look. Like, yeah. I like oh. When I saw him do that in the Pro Bowl, a lot of people were like, oh, hey, that's cool. But me, I was like, that's my guy. I don't know. I even went to Bama, and I hate Bama, but I don't have anything against He Mac plays Jones. for New England. I mean, what more do you fucking need? Put him on the list. New England's not New England right now anymore. Yet. I mean, they did a lot better than we thought they were going to do. True. I mean. <laughs> we got to get going here. We're 45 minutes into this. I, uh, <laughs> I told you we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's probably. I, I want it to be like Patrick Mahomes is quickly cr- climbing the list. Partly because he's so fucking good and it makes me sick, but partly because his douchebag brother and bitch brain wife, fiance, whatever. I feel sorry for him for that, honestly. I, I do too, I which is why him. it kind of takes away the the joy of hating him. Yeah. It's like but his at punishment. Same, at the same time, at what point does he sit those two idiots down and be like, you guys got to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like, people loved me. A couple years ago, and now they're starting to hate me because you guys are fucking tools. Right. Like, I I got to think that conversation's coming. I'd hope so. I mean, like, this offseason, there needs to be a little family meeting. Be like, you can't come to the fucking stadium anymore. Yeah. Brittany, bitch, get off Twitter. I mean, yeah, that'd be me. Uh, all right, Steelers. Just a couple things. Keith Butler. Retired, mm-hmm. in air quotes. Oh, you think it was one of those? Well, I mean, he was—he's getting up there, and once the news broke after he retired, which he broke, not—I kind of think maybe he was a scapegoat, and maybe he was just like, "I'm—I'm I'm done with this." I don't know what you're referring to. Well, Keith Butler basically revealed that Mike Tomlin's been calling the defense since he since Dick LeBeau retired. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Tomlin's been calling like 85% or better of the defenses. Oh, okay. So, and they did bring in some outside candidates, but they settled on their secondary coach, Terrell Austin, who a lot of the players seem to like. But uh, one of the guys on Twitter made a pretty good point. If if this is like it's a another in-house hire, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, we haven't been very successful with in-house hires under Mike Tomlin. I mean, it seems like every time he promotes from within, what do we get? We get dumbasses like Matt Canada. Um, Randy Feekner? Feekner, yeah. yeah. I mean, same, same scenario. So if it's just going to be the status quo where Tomlin's going to be the one calling the defense, essentially what happened was Mike Tomlin fired defensive coordinator Mike Tomlin and replaced him with defensive coordinator <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, really. 
Sure. When you think about it, look at the yardage and points that that defense allowed over the the last half of the season, and this is all you know, one hundred percent on Mike Tomlin if he's calling those defenses. Granted, I know what we actually put on the field, and it wasn't the defense that we thought we were going to have going into the season mm-hmm. with all the injuries we had to the defensive line. Um, so. I think a lot of those problems fix themselves with some health. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we need to do something at middle linebacker. Um, I, I don't know what that could be. Um, I, Bush is probably going to be there this year. I don't think um, Joe Schubert. Schubert. I I don't think he's going to come back because they can save. I want to say like close to ten million on the cap by cutting him. Jesus. Yeah, and I thought when we traded for him that that would be a big get, but he really didn't pan out. Uh, Spillane, hit and miss. He's good against the run, but more of a role player come off yeah, the bench. A, a huge liability in coverage. Yeah. And Devin Bush, I, I I give you one more year. Mm. He, he this was an injury season. You better fucking show me something like huge sure. this year and and do it quickly. Uh, but yeah, we definitely got to address that. Obviously, I think we never got to talk about Watt because he's, he's Watt. Um, but I think Highsmith, ne- like he did really well this year. Mm-hmm. I think next year Highsmith is going to break out. I yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's going to rival Watt. I think he is driven that much i mean just from what i've been seeing mm. hearing uh i felt like his father and everything knowing that he's got that guy on the other side i pray for quarterbacks next season with with watt and highsmith if they both can stay healthy which sure. is obviously the big thing uh it to it mm-hmm. all signs are pointing to that he's never going to play football again wow. but the whole brother thing has gotten him so fucked up in the head and Rightfully so. I don't blame the guy. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, but it, it's... Signs are pointing that he's just done... He's lost his love for the game. That's a shame. Which sucks. Um, so we got to get, obviously, a little more help on the D-line. Although the young guys that we did have showed flashes. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, la, 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 la. Saw something on Twitter today. Kendrick Green, mm-hmm. who has just been absolutely... At the foot. Public enemy number one of you. Yeah. Uh, just uh, He's training with Marquise Pouncey. Okay. Which the asshole in me wants to think that Marquise Pouncey gave him a call. I'm like, look, motherfucker, <laughs> if you're going to wear that number, you're going to fucking learn how to play the position. <laughs> you're coming with me. Yeah. Um, I made a joke on Twitter about it because there's a picture of him and I, they're a little gym rat mm-hmm. buddy with him. Looks like a midget. Uh, but anyway, Marquise Pouncey stand there. Then the, there's the little fire plug looking guy. And then there's Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green uh, looks like he skips leg day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, here in a minute, I'll, I'll pull the picture up. And it, he's got a huge upper body. Right. Legs like yours. <laughs> and I, I put on there, as, tell me you skip leg day without telling me you skip leg day. And that's exactly what it looks like. And Marquise Pouncey, I bet he's 205 pounds. Two, Jesus. 210 maybe. 
Yeah, he slimmed way. He's probably a little more than that, but this is considering he probably played at 285. I bet he's not 225 now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a completely different player, which you see that a lot. Like if you ever see Alan Fanica. Oh yeah, he's he. I think he weighs less than I do now. Yeah, pretty sure uh, actually. Chris Hoke was another guy you may not remember. Uh, yeah, him, I remember Chris. But Hoke, he was yeah. a defensive lineman that basically backed up Casey Hampton. But it's literally a year after he left the game, fucking turned into a stick. Well, I, Fanica talked about it, that you're just to maintain that weight, you have to force feed yourself so much that you retire and you don't have to do it anymore. Look at uh, Joe Thomas. Yeah. There's another one that is Super unrecognizable skinny. if you saw him right. um, between his playing days and now when he comes on TV. Right. Uh, one last thing on the Steeler thing is obviously we had the senior bowl. Kenny Pickett looked really good by all accounts and the the word is if he's there at 20 there's no hesitation they're going to pick him but they are also very very much in love with Malik Willis that's what i heard yeah so i've heard of him but i never so i went and i looked up all of his highlight film i mean he's raw i mean there's but Josh like Allen was very there. raw. When yeah, he came out. I like what he's. I mean, the athletic ability is fucking phenomenal. Um, I don't know if he's the kind of quarterback you throw in on day one. Probably not. No. Which means that we're in for. Next year is going to be rough. Okay, can I can I explain that to you right now? Can you let that sink no. in? Next year is going to be rough. All right, I tried to explain this to my brother too, but I will not accept that. That's. The tank is on, all right? No. They won't tank, but... The, no, never happen. No. Not, but, uh, Rooney's will never let that happen. I don't like any of these quarterbacks, i got to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of... I mean, Kenny Pickett, again, looks solid. Um, I'm just so afraid for the Mason Rudolph era that... Here's the thing, though. If you take a quarterback in the first round, especially knowing Pittsburgh, we're stuck with him for four years. Oh, yeah, for sure. And everything I'm hearing is that none of these quarterbacks should be first-rounders. But they are because teams are desperate, and that's what we have this year. So I... See, the thing is, the the Steelers, I mean, famously passed on Dan Marino and then was stuck in quarterback purgatory for some very long even to the point that cower wasn't going to draft roethlisberger until rooney dan rooney came down and said no we fucked up back in 1983 and let cower wanted a guard didn't he uh, i believe that's what he read in a book and he wanted book, yeah. he wanted philip rivers that uh, was his but when he went early cower then moved on to somebody else hmm. and dan rooney was like no we 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 didn't get the the star quarterback back in 1983, and look what it got us for the last 22 years. Yeah. So take this kid from Ohio. Rest is history. Hmm. Um. So it's still early. I, I want to see some pro days and stuff like that because I mean we've seen it happen before where quarterbacks are like eh, but then they work out and do stuff and they climb and climb and. Who knows? Maybe there's a fucking star. Teams in convince there. themselves that yeah. they're better than they really are. I, yeah, yeah, I got it. 
and we know we want a mobile quarterback, so Willis kind of fits that mold. I don't know. Kenick's not uh, or Kenick. Kenick. Pickett. Fuck? Pickett's Pickett. no slouch. Yeah. I mean, he he's, he's got wheels. I mean, kind of a Josh Allen esque type guy. Like he's yeah. not maybe not as powerful, yeah. but he ain't gonna burn you. But he can still pick up some tough yards. He can still make some throws. So, yeah, as far as NFL ready, Pickett's mm. probably the best best of the bunch. Um, but like I said, he's not going to be there at 20. Somebody's going to grab him. Uh, talked about that. Talked about that. Talked about that. I think we're done with football. Uh, no. There's a game Sunday. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. Well, the Steelers kind of aren't the... in it, so. <laughs> Who cares? Ain't very fucking super then, is uh, it? Yes, there is a game. Yeah. Who you got? Uh, excuse me. That's not how this works. I'm the fucking host. Who do you have? I have the Rams. Because the Bengals have a horrible offensive line. And Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller are very good at football. Line is Rams giving up four and a half. I, that's not enough. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, Joe this, Burr is this, a bad motherfucker. Yes, though, this so is that's... obviously heavily weighed upon my hatred for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, I wanted them to beat KC just for the simple fact that I... I was fucking so Wow, over. I'm shocked by that. Okay. Let me explain myself. Okay. I wanted him to beat KC because KC knocked us out and fuck them and fuck Patrick and fuck whatever the fuck. Brittany and Jackson. Jackson, that's his name, and Brittany. So fuck them. Mm-hmm. Bengals, they did their job. Okay. And now I want the Rams to take the precious dreams and hopes of Cincinnati Bengals fans Across Ohio, because let's face it, there aren't any fucking Bengal fans anywhere else. That's not true, but mostly. And then just stomp on them until they are just a puddle of shit. Because fuck Cincinnati. And I say that having gone to two games in Cincinnati, and they are the most vile fucking human beings on the face of this planet. And your brother can attest to that, because he was at one of those games as a... I don't know, 14 or 15-year-old kid. Younger. Probably. Probably 11. Wearing a Ben Roethlisberger jersey, and they were literally calling your little brother a rapist. (laughs) So, yeah, if anybody in the Cincinnati area, or if you're a lifelong Bengal fan, and you happen across this show, whether it be this week or in fucking 2027, fuck you. Fuck anyone who looks like you. I hope your fucking team gets stomped. I hope Aaron Donald rips Joe Burrow's fucking leg off and beats him to death with it and then shits in your mom's mouth. That's a little harsh, but I hope the Rams win. So do I. I have to admit, I, do you like Joe Burrow? Because I kind of like Fuck Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow. He's a Bengal. Fuck Joe Burrow. I know, but I kind of like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow needs the Carson fucking Palmer treatment. I'm sure I will hate Joe Burrow very shortly <laughs> over the next 10 years because yeah. yeah, that kid looks like he's going to be a fucking problem. Um, but, yeah, I just uh, – that's – to actually, me, that's the key of the day, the game. Is, actually, Joe Burrow is probably going to be our Tom Brady. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless so – play him twice a year. Well, it's the Bengals, so if they don't fuck around and get him some offensive line help, we're not going to have to worry about Joe Burrow because he's going to be fucking – 
half crippled. That Mike Brown will be too cheap to re-sign him, and he'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a team that uh, McAfee talked about it ad nauseum. You know, there's 32 teams in the NFL. 31 of them have an indoor fucking training facility. Yeah. Guess who doesn't? The Bungles. Yeah. They, they had to, they had to go to the University of Cincinnati to practice last week when the Midwest had fucking snow mageddon. All right. Um so anyway, <laughs> going back to breaking down the game, also the fact that Jamar Chase is going to be guarded by Jalen Ramsey. So Jamar Chase is out of the game. So for the most part probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cincinnati's got Tyler Boyd's a stud. Yeah. Um, T. Higgins is really coming on, so right. It's I don't just, expect a blowout. By I any don't means. either. I do. I if I had to pick right now, I'm going to say thirty-one twenty-four. That's a good score. Um, Burrow gets sacked nineteen times. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Uh, no, but they're going to play hell. Fucking stopping Aaron Donald, and Von Miller, and the rest of the boys. I'm going to go thirty-eight twenty-eight. Very believable because I'm going to go. Hold on. Very high powered offenses. 38 28 with a game that's not as close as that. That, that. Do you think the Bengals put on one? Late, in garbage. Yeah. Just because it's kind of like what we just saw in the Super Bowl last year. You, you had a godlike quarterback that was humbled because he has an. Well, let's be honest. Kansas City's O line last year was a lot better than Cincinnati's this year. So, yeah, Joe Burrow's going to be running around for three hours, and I just, yeah, I don't like his like their odds, but, but su- surprisingly, Burrow didn't really get a lot of pressure from KC. Um, didn't he get sacked six times? No, that was against Buff. No, no, who? The, one of these playoff games, he got sacked six times. It was the Raiders, I believe. Didn't they sack him like eight times or something like that? I think it was the Raiders. The Are first you sure? Game. Yeah, because that sure? was yeah that was the story. Was like if the Raiders did this to him, what do you think the the Chiefs are going to do? And I don't think that they got to him uh, nearly as much. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, but I I still. The Chiefs' defense is not the Rams' defense. Granted, they were vastly improved um, than they had been earlier in the season. But earlier in the season, they're one of the worst defenses of all time. Titans, I'm sorry, Titans sacked Burrow like it was either six or eight times. Pretty sure it was six. So again, what do you think? Uh, Nine. Okay. They sacked him nine times for just out of curiosity, 68 yards. See how many times he got sacked in the KC game, because I'm pretty sure he got sacked a lot. Maybe, maybe he did. I'd... Um, but yeah, it's yeah, Aaron Donald, who I think is the greatest defensive player. Well, he is the uh, Joe Burrow got sacked once. Oh, really? KC. Okay. For a loss of seven yards, Mahomes got sacked four times. Okay. For a loss of 39. All right. But yeah. The whole different ball game as far as the the, the defensive lines, KC right. and, and so, LA. So. so there you go. I'm 
Five sacks. Five sacks? I'm calling five that's, sacks. That's okay. I'd say that's a good number. Uh who's your MVP? Um fuck. I'm gonna say Aaron Donald. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what? No. Von Miller. Oh, you're going. Von Miller's gonna be the MVP. All right. Because Cincinnati's going to be so goddamn worried about Aaron Donald that. I mean, I, I could see it happening. Yeah. OBJ. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what better fuck you Cleveland is there than if OBJ wins MVP? By beating their hated in-state rivals in the Super Bowl? I mean, I get what you're saying, but. I don't I mean, think they, Browns they, fans would be that They traded him away because he was, quote, the problem. Right. And then he goes to the Rams and just lights it up and wins Super Bowl MVP. That's a fuck you, Cleveland. True, but it, I again, if I was a Browns fan, I'd take that as well. At least he did against the Bengals. True, but at the same time, it's still fuck you, Cleveland. All right. So All right. that's my prediction. Okay. All right. Now we're done with football. Okay. For now. Let's pause it so I can pee. Well. Okay. Well, it's, it's a perfect segue. Yes. That's the first half of the show. And All right. We'll be back. Stick around. Hanging with D's will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show. And we're back. Uh, One last thing. Mm-hmm. Semi-sports related. Okay. Back on Pat McAfee thing. Mm-hmm. I guess they're building the new uh-huh. igloo, they're calling it. Yep. They're going to have audiences. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. We're going. Sure. Yeah, totally. We're, we're going to go see a show. Right on. It's only a three-hour drive. I know the town. Yeah, we we got to go. I would, yeah, I will happily go. So, all right. So we're back. Uh, I lied. There is one more thing. <laughs> all right. F- Football-related. There was a tweet earlier from PFF. Trayvon Diggs has never dropped an interception in his career. Uh-huh. Of course he hasn't, because if he drops it, it's not a fucking interception. <laughs> well, yeah. Somebody replied, nobody in the history of the game has ever dropped an interception, which is true. Yeah. I just thought that was stupid. All right, yeah. now we're done with football. Okay. All right. Do you want to go or do you me go? You? Is it me? Is it you? Is it me? Is it you? It's your show. You're fucking this dog in this whole mitts. Go ahead. Lead us off. What do you got? What? Fuck, man. I don't know what you want to start what with. Do you, whatever. Pick something. Um, do you want to get. We have no format. That's true. Do you want to get into the Rogan stuff? Sure. All right. In case you've been living under a rock, about a week ago, Neil Young kind of kicked it off by wrote in kind of like an open letter to Spotify basically saying, hey, Joe Rogan, your show is uh, spreading misinformation. Spotify, you can't have him and me. So you have 24 hours. If you don't remove the show, the Joe Rogan experience, I I would like to be removed off of Spotify. Spotify said, okay, goodbye. <laughs> See ya. 
Yeah, that was fucking great. Yeah. And then, of um, course, Joni Mitchell and uh, I think a couple other artists that haven't been relevant for the last 30 years joined in. and Right. Yeah. Um, then it took a different turn where one of the artists that initially said it, some lady I who's I don't know who she is, um, but she is black. And her other complaint was things that Joe Joe had said a weird. He made a very odd comment uh, during the Jordan Peterson pot when he had Jordan Peterson on his show two weeks ago. Something about if you shouldn't say you're black unless you're actually from Africa or I don't know. He, kind of a thinking out loud sort of thing, which he does all the time because it's a podcast and that's kind of what he does. I think it was like African Americans. Yeah. Something I don't know. Yeah, something shouldn't like be that. called African Americans if you're not from Africa or whatever. I, I, I kind of get his point because you could be Jamaican or Dominican, even though you're whatever. And then she shared a compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N word about seventy times. Yeah. Boy, they really want him canceled, don't they? Yeah. Well, uh, you saw The Rock, right? Yeah, The Rock. Came yeah. Out and- the The Rock came out and basically supported him. Is like you know, hey. Let the haters hate, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait to come and share some tequila with you. And then somebody like called The Rock out and basically showed him that mm-hmm. montage of Joe saying the N-word mm. without any context, Yeah, we, we might add. And then The Rock immediately denounced him and apologized. Like, oh, he did? I didn't oh, see yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, he basically is like, I didn't know he said that. You know, mm. more or less, fuck Joe Rogan type thing. And, and yeah, it's just utterly fucking ridiculous. It, the worst part is not that Joe Rogan apologized, but the manner in which he apologized. Because again, all of those were taken out of context. There's, I one thousand percent believe Joe Rogan has not got an ounce of fucking racism in his body. Me neither. It's just it, it's not a thing. Um, and they've now removed many episodes from his library mm-hmm. um but <clears throat> the president ceo whatever the fuck the guy that runs spotify mm. has still said i'm not going to silence him because that's a slippery slope mm-hmm. but we're donating a hundred million dollars to um so i don't know a bunch of foundations or whatever in support of i don't know if it's just black people or just a lot of he, they're donating a lot of money. Sure, to try and band aid. Not it's just it's complete and utter bullshit. Um, did you see what Bumble did? No, is it Bumble or Rumble? No, Bumble. I think is the dating app. Rumble. You're right. Bumble's the dating app. Rumble is Trump's platform. Yeah. No, it's not Trump's platform. Oh, it's a platform that backed Trump. Or, oh, okay. And basically, was trying to give him a platform. Sure. And other conservatives. Basically, what Rumble is is it's YouTube. Without censorship. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's run by conservatives or whatever. But anyway, CEO of, of Rumble basically wrote an open letter and posted it everywhere. Dear Joe, here, $100 million for four years, and you'll never be censored. Bring your entire library. All you got to do is show up and sign the deal. Mm. So Joe Rogan ain't going anywhere. No. I mean, if Spotify caves tomorrow and cancels the Joe Rogan experience, he's going to be on the air again the day after tomorrow because he'll... And if it's not through that, it'll be through YouTube, like he did before. Yeah, well, I don't know that YouTube at this point would do it. 
True. YouTube is yeah, pretty liberal as of late. Right. I think the thing that bothers me the most is people don't see what's clearly going on. And what's clearly going on is people don't like Joe Rogan, specifically major news networks, because, hey, CNN in primetime, you might do three million. But Joe does 11 million an episode. Yeah. And he says very openly about how you're full of shit. Yeah. He, they're, they're saying he's spreading misinformation. And that's not really the case. He has anybody on that will come on. And he mm-hmm. has invited the other side numerous times. They won't come on. Joe Rogan is probably one of the smartest fucking human beings on the planet, as far as like he's well read, he knows what he's talking about, sure. he does his research. No, he's not a fucking rocket scientist. He's not, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson type brilliant. But he's but fucking he's had Neil on times. Yes, he's very intelligent. He's very uh, researched and well read. He knows what he's talking about, and if he doesn't, he gets the people on there that do, mm-hmm. and he just asks the basic questions like, why isn't this this way, or right. you know, this is what I do. And no, what he does may not work for everybody, but it's literally science. If, if it's, he's not going to come on and just flat out lie about what mm-hmm. he did to make himself. You're talking about the ivermectin, treatment. whatever. Yeah. yeah. His workouts, his ivermectin, his vitamin D. Right. I started taking vitamin D mm-hmm. because of what Joe Rogan's said about how much it makes him feel better. And you know what? Mm. I know I can tell the days that I because uh, I'm horrible with that kind of habit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look over and I see it on the table, oh fuck, let me take that. Mm-hmm. And I can tell when I've taken it because I've got a little more energy. And when I got sick, which I still think it might have been COVID a few weeks back, um, I firmly believe that a big reason for that is because I had stopped taking. I used to take vitamins every day. I stopped mm-hmm. taking them. I wasn't getting sick when I was on the vitamins, but then I like basically ran out, just forgot to buy them again. Now I take them every day. And then on top of that, I take vitamin D when I remember to take it. But like they just don't want anybody out there to not tell the story that they're telling. Right. Um, Bill Maher, who I know it's, a lot of people have opinions on him, and rightfully so, but he talked about on this show, on his last show, he was talking about The View specifically and how Whoopi Goldberg got suspended, and he goes, look, I don't want Whoopi Goldberg suspended, but it's the problem. It's called The View, and that's the way this country is. There's one view, mm-hmm. and if you don't have that view, you're in a corner, and it's very frustrating, um, especially, and I understand the clip of saying the N-word 70 times is horrible. What bothers me, I don't want to say what bothers me, but what looks even worse was the Planet of the Apes joke. Did you hear about that? That one, it's like, I can't really yeah, defend you on that one, buddy. But, but ask, tra- I mean, they're treating him like he was Michael Richards shouting at yeah. a black person up in the fucking crowd, calling him an N-word. Oh, shit. And that's not the case. I am... Here's my. Here, I'm about to go El Donzo D's on us here. I am so fucking sick of this liberal cancel culture bullshit and these pussies that, 
you know, you can't say anything right. anymore without offending half the goddamn country. I hate it too, and I hate it for a different reason. You know why? Because I am a liberal. Yeah. And all of this shit makes me look really bad. Exactly. And I, it doesn't. Look, <laughs> all I, of the shit policy wise that I would like to see happen probably won't happen because when people think of the liberal agenda, they think of bullshit like this instead of. You know, the stuff that I like that's actually important, which no, and I'm not going to get into. I've made it very clear on the other show that I occasionally do. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a liberal. I would say if I had to describe myself, I'm a libertarian. I believe in, right. in some of the views that are liberal. I believe in some of the views that are conservative. But it has gotten so bad with the liberal media mm-hmm. and, and all of their talking heads that I fucking despise anything that is liberal. Right. Because they they can't just have a little bit of something. They want it all. You know, the hardcores are they are literally ruining this country. Sure. And and the same thing goes with the conservatives. The hardcore conservatives, same thing. They they go way too far. Right. And it, and it makes me fucking sick and we're beyond saving. Oh, I think I, we're I, fucked, too. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I've been talking about it a long time, and I, you know, even you at one point was like, no, we're going to be okay. No, we're not. This country is so fucking divided right now. We will never see a truly uni- united country again. I, mm-hmm. I, I really believe that. Right. Unless we get, an, I hate to say it, another fucking 9-11 that comes in and brings everybody together but i think we're even beyond that because right. if something like that were to happen we're gonna have liberal fucks out there going oh well we can't bomb them back because they're not <laughs> all bad well, yeah it's that's where we are it, yeah. it's just absolutely mind-blowing how far fucked this country has gone right um going kind of turning it back to joe and the thing that kind of bugs me about the whole huh Hunter just shared that photo you're talking about. Look at about. his legs. We're, we're looking at the picture of Kendrick Green and Marquise Pine. Look at fucking Kendrick Green's legs. Yeah, his legs yeah. do not look Tell, like tell me you, you skip leg day without telling me you skip leg right. day. Um, but anyway, and everyone's just immediately branding Joe as a racist. Here's an idea. Ask Dave Chappelle if he thinks Joe Rogan's racist. Ask Donnell Rawlings if he thinks Joe Rogan's racist. Ask Neil deGrasse Tyson if he thinks Joe Rogan's racist. Like, Or I have a better idea. Instead of getting on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everything and crying about Joe Rogan, listen to his fucking show. Yeah. Because that's the problem here. Right. Is that most of these fucking crybaby pussy liberals that are crying about Joe Rogan have never heard a fucking minute of Joe Rogan's right. show. They've never sat down and listened and been like, okay, he's not just sitting there pounding the goddamn desk telling everybody to suck ivermectin out of a horse dick. He's actually like, presenting options and things that he's questioning. He's not on there telling you what to do. He's either telling you, look, I tried this. It worked for me. Or he's asking people, what do you think of this? Right. It's conversation. It isn't him pushing any kind of agenda. Right. Like you get, if you turn on fucking CNN or MSNBC or Fox for that matter, I mean, right. they're, they're all terrible. But like you said, CNN primetime is one of the worst rated news outlet shows, whatever you want to call it, out there, whereas Joe Rogan has 11 million people that fucking listen to him on Spotify. Right. And um, 
in going back to the you've never listened to an episode of Joe, I've listened to him for eight years. If I had a dollar for every time I heard Joe Rogan say this sentence, look, I'm a comedian. I'm not an expert. You should do your own research. I'd have enough money to give him his own platform. Yeah. I, I, I swear to God, I don't know how many times I've heard him say that. The you shouldn't listen to me. I'm a fucking dumb comedian stoner. Like what the fuck? Right. Like he's That's just the, again. He's just talking. That, like that goes right back to my point that the right. people that are crying about him are uneducated about it. They they right. somebody said that Joe Rogan said something bad. Oh well, fuck Joe Rogan, cancel him. Yeah. Instead of, you know, like George Carlin, you said, be a bad American and form your own fucking opinion. <laughs> you know, and Carlin was a liberal. Like, right. I hardcore. Yeah, I would love a 50-year-old George Carlin to be alive right now to hear what he had to say. Yeah. Because he, I mean, Carlin got bitter late in his years, but, you know, still. Bitter Carlin would be pretty sweet nowadays, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I even, well, uh, here's a good, Bill Maurer is, is Bill Maher. pretty hardcore liberal. Yeah. But he is about fed up with oh, he this is. new age liberalism yeah. shit. And I mean that to me, that's all you got to know. Right. And, you know, there are a lot of quote democratic politicians and presidents and whatnot that wouldn't make it in today's democratic party. Right. You know, I mean, fuck Bill Clinton for my, that matter. No. Bill Clinton wasn't a terrible president. I mean, he, he got blown one too many times by the wrong person, but you know, Bill Clinton, there's no way Bill Clinton wins a democratic fucking right. Primary. Uh, with the current Democratic Party, but yeah, that's <sighs> I one thousand percent agree with you. Yeah. They just need to listen and form your own opinions. And I keep hoping for, you know, I heard Quentin Tarantino say this, uh, uh, ironically, on Bill Maher a couple months ago that this is the '80s part two. How the '80s was super clean, uh, at least society wise. You know, that was the you know, anti-devil music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the 90s counterculture sort of became the thing. I'm hoping that's the case. We get that at some point. I don't know if we ever will. I I, I hope so, but, man. Yeah. I, I still... I, I believe we're too far gone. Yeah. I, I really do. As sad as it is, I just... Yeah. That's why I kind of hesitated to even bring it up because I know it's such a downer topic, but... <laughs> yeah, no, it sucks. You know, I, I have said it a fucking million times that I'm I'm so glad that I did not bring a child into this world. Right. And for them to have to grow up in this world because one of two things would happen. He would be like me and would be an outcast and, you know, would be fighting every day. Right. Or he would get converted by these liberal pussies uh -huh. and then I'd have to beat his ass. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah. All I can say about it. We're pretty much, we're fucked in general. Yeah, Climate change, really China, our own national divide. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to get a lot worse, I think. Yeah. I mean, we got the, the midterms coming up and. Those are always fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I personally believe that because of how fucked this country has been, I think that the. The, the Republicans are going to take it back, mm -hmm. and then I think that's when you're going to really see some shit hit the fan. Yeah. Anyway, so I watched a lot of shows 
Yeah. I've actually watched quite a bit myself. Okay. You go first. Uh Ozark. Oh yeah. I know you haven't I, watched, but I've I've binged the uh first half of season four and fucking wow. Really good. Like breaking bad season five good. Oh wow. Like it's just you it's coming to a fucking head and it's right. really, really good. Again, I can't recommend it enough. I'm sure I will get dive to dive into point, that motherfucker but, at some uh, point. If you wait till it's over so that you can just soak it all in at once, I highly recommend it because the the bad thing I mean, at this point it would still be a decent time to get in because season the rest of season four is coming very soon. Mm-hmm. But like I watched season one, two, three, like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And then I had to sit for like a year and a half, two years or whatever it was before yeah. this come out. Um, so yeah, when it's all said and done, devote a couple weeks to it and dive into it. I think you really, really like it. The little sample I had of it when my brother was watching it, I, I did like, I just, yeah. you know, there's so much shit to Yeah, watch. This, this season, like I'm fucking foaming at the mouth to see how this thing finishes out because it, it's getting really, really intense. All right. Um, well, let's just alternate. How about that? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I started three different shows. Yeah, he left. No, he didn't. He's under me. Oh, he came back. Yeah, I swore it. Oh, anyway, um, I didn't know this show existed until a couple weeks ago when I started seeing previews for season two, and I, when I started seeing previews, I'm like, that that show looks awesome. I have to start watching it. The Royal Gemstones. Do you know anything about it? Never heard of it. It's on HBO. <laughs> Listen to this cast. John Goodman, Danny McBride, and Adam Devine. And they play a family. Adam Devine. Oh, Adam Devine. Um, We're college. Yeah. yeah. And they play a family of evangelical preachers in the South, but like they're megachurch preachers. So they're not exactly your typical good Christians. Let me just kind of put it that way. Um, They're Joel Joel Osteen. Yes, but it's kind of weird. Like, they curse incessantly, and they do shit that's not very Christian-like, but it's like... and blow? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's basically the big... Nailed it! That's literally the big climax of the first episode, by the way. You literally guessed it. It's hookers and blow. Yeah, one of them gets caught with hookers and blow. Anyway, um, but I I binged season one in, God, I don't know, less than a week. I just started season two. Big recommendation. Royal Gemstones? Roy, the Royal Gemstones. It's on Netflix. No, HBO, not Netflix. Very, very much recommend. Um, is Danny McBride as good as I think Danny McBride? Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. He also created it, too. Okay. Um. Yeah. The John Goodman's like the patriarch, and Adam Devine's the youth minister, with you know, glittery shirts and spiky hair, kind of douchebag. Yeah. It's it's very very good. Um. Who was the guy? Oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Walter Goggins. He was in. What are you doing, cat? He was uh, hateful eight. He was the son of the. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was also in Justified. He was yep, the yep, yep. I think it is Walter Goggins or something along those lines. Uh, I can look it up real quick, but yeah, he's also in season one a lot. And uh, okay, you're looking it up for me. 
David Goggins? No, David Goggins is that guy. He's a big Rogan guy, too. He's really good friends with Rogan. You know, the horrible racist Joe Rogan. Um, Walter Goggins. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I don't know that he's ever played a good guy. He's so fucking good at playing a bad guy yeah. that, yeah. Okay, but anyway, what about him? He's in it as well. He's the the brother of the deceased uh, mother of the family. Um, he's a scumbag. Like he's the biggest scumbag out of all of them. Most some of the episodes are about an hour, but others are close to a half hour. So I very, very, very much recommend it if that cast and that premise interests you, it's it won't disappoint. Even the sister. The sister's some actress I don't recommend, but she like acts like a slut even though she's like not. It's yeah. Very much recommend it. Okay. All right. What's next for you? Um Peacemaker. That was next on my list too. How far into into it are you? I'm caught up. Okay, I am not. The last thing I saw was episode four Vigilante in jail uh, i think there's six out there's six out so i'm too yeah. behind yeah i watched all six yesterday okay another question you don't skip the intro to that show do you fuck no there you go thank uh, you that's uh, thank that you was one of the points i was gonna bring up um greatest show intro ever absolutely the, the, i was if, listening to that if song you haven't seen it it's a completely over the top cheesy 80s looking dance number that they do and it's just fucking hilarious. Is he it's, swiping spirits? What is he doing? Uh, every now and then, he'll just literally attack air to the point where he jumps up and swap. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. We're, we're talking, talking about, about a cat. Yeah, yeah. My, my new cat, which I have a story about him later too. Um, but yeah, Peacemaker. Like I said, the the first time it came on, mm-hmm. and he walk, and he starts doing the the dance moves. I was literally like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be like a one-time thing, but it's literally every fucking episode. Yeah. They have the cold opening, and then the music kicks in, and then here comes. Do you want it? Do you really want to taste it? Yeah, yeah here comes John Cena and the entire cast, including Steve Agee, who I don't know if you know who he is, but uh, a real tall, uh, heavyset, comedic comedic actor. He's a comedian, but I mean, he's is he the. The uh, dude with the goatee. E- economist. The yeah, economist. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Michael Pat. Is it Michael Patrick? I thought it was Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. You're right. Yeah. Who was uh, the T-1000 in Terminator 2. He plays Peacemaker's basically Ku Klux Klan grand wizard father. Yeah. It was, uh, what is he? The Red Dragon. The Red Dragon. Is it the Red Dragon or the White Dragon? Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Okay. Um, who I... Fuck that car, Max. Yeah. Um, yeah, the show... It's about as close to Deadpool as you're going to get on the DC side. Yeah. I mean, it's literally funnier than fuck, and it starts off right off the bat where he takes that bitch from the bar home. Yeah. And literally, she looks like she... Came out of an 80s rock video. Right. Pretty banging body. And then, yeah, turns her into a fucking puddle of goo. Uh, yeah, great fucking show. Yeah. It, it, everyone. The reason I'm. I've not. I, I've not not liked an episode yet. Like I agree. every, every episode. 
has been fucking funny. It's got a lot of action and it intrigue because we're we're getting to the nitty gritty and yeah, just phenomenal. Yeah. The only reason I'm not caught up is cuz I'm trying to delay it a little bit cuz I, I waiting sucks now for shows. Yeah, I hate that they've they've gone I, I almost watched an episode today and I'm like, "No, I'll save that. I'll watch another episode of uh, Royal Gemstones." But yeah, it's absolutely going back to the intro. The, the one that gets me is Homicide, the chick. I don't know what but something about when she walks in like a serious face like the fucking dance move she does i don't know i think that's oh yeah yeah when the doors open and she's yeah 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 um but yeah big big recommendation for me too that show's been how many episodes is this season i i don't know i don't know but uh yeah eight so according to wikipedia there's two more all right so you've only finished four four all right well don't read any of that i gotta see what you've missed Okay, so yeah, you're about ready to to get the first big twist of of the season. Great, now I'm going to have to go home and fucking watch it. You might as well. All right. What days do they come out on? Uh, I believe Thursday. Okay. But uh, it's funny, one of the guys I work with asked me, hey, do you watch Peacemaker? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, are you caught up? And I'm like, I watched the first episode, but I'm trying to sustain myself he goes i get that because i knocked out the first four and now i i'm so pissed that i have to wait <laughs> yeah yeah thankfully i mean the i don't know how it's going to end but i gotta think that anybody that's a fan of this type of show mm-hmm. it they're gonna have to keep it going like oh yeah yeah and they've already well i won't say anymore you just just okay. watch the next two episodes okay as quickly as you can so that we can actually start talking about them, but as far as the first four episodes, yeah. good shit. I just, I, I, yeah, I fucking love it. And <laughs> John Cena does, in fact, not suck. I was wrong after all these years. He's been, in my excellent in everything he's been in, as far as acting, as far as mainstream, I, the Marine. Just... Eh. But that was still by more the way, of a you know, WWE this is the third project he's done with Robert Patrick now. Because Robert it? Patrick was the villain in the Marine. Okay, what else was he? In? I can't remember. <laughs> some I some movie I don't know. But when I saw Robert Patrick in that, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! They, these two must became friends because they're in everything together. Or Robert Patrick's in damn near everything that John Cena's in. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say now? Um, I guess we kind of covered it on Peacemaker. Um, do you have another show to talk about? I was Book of Boba Fett is was starting to get, I won't say stale, but like, come on, get you know, get to the major plot point, and then they fucking did a big swerve, and the the last two episodes have been kind of like a preview of the Mandalorian. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah. And they even brought back Luke again in the last episode mm-hmm. of it. And, and I know we're building up to the finale of it, but it's still, it's really solid. It's still far and away better than anything fucking JJ put out in, in his three movies. It's, it's fun. It's a fun watch. I'll just say that. Um, and it, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to lead right into uh, the next season of Mandalorian as well. Um, I might get myself a cat. Between this cat 
and Hunter's cat and Hunter's ex's cat. Cats are kind of cool. Yeah, I'm mostly happy with him. <laughs> All right. As he literally sits on our table where our mics are, and he's walking around, and now it looks like he's about to try to talk into the microphone. All right. Um, just jumped on me twice unexpectedly. I just like fucked this. Yeah, I I talked about it before that I didn't want super independent cat and I didn't want super fucking touch me cat. And he's like he he will follow me around if he's awake and I move. He's there. He doesn't sit in my lap a whole lot though. Every now and then he'll come up like yeah, rub me motherfucker, and then (laughs) then he goes and does his thing. But then he'll go and, like, sleep off by himself. Uh, when I first got him, mm-hmm. turns out he was very sick, mm-hmm. like with an upper respiratory. And he was eating, but not a whole lot. Well, he's better now. And he, he put on a fucking pound, 1.1 pounds in, like, 12 days, which is a lot for, a, well, yeah. for an animal. It's like, what, 10% of his body yeah. weight? Or- to the point where I have to... Feed him a little bit in the morning, and then I feed him in the evening. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally he'll go jump or slide through the gate and go eat the dog food. <laughs> but, but I think he's if if there's food in his bowl, he will sit there until it's gone. So I have to kind of... Otherwise, he'll be Garfield. Yeah, I got to get his diet under control. Um, but because of that fact, he knows that when I get up, the first thing I do is I feed him. Mm-hmm. Well, he... No. Make sure that I get up because when he's ready to eat, he will literally touch his cold nose to my nose. And this is how I wake up every day. In my face. I will brush him away and like Mm -hmm. rub him a little bit. And then he'll give me the, the headbutt on the hand, like, hey, keep rubbing me. And then if I stop that and start to doze off again, boop, I feel the cold <laughs> nose. <laughs> and purrs in my fucking ears until I get up and feed him. It's you're, I know you're not on TikTok, but that's a very common trend is people, like, recording themselves and then their pet, like, putting a gun to their head. And, Wake up, motherfucker. Night, sleep time's over. Yeah. yeah, that's the way he is. Today... I had to take him to the vet for his booster shot. From COVID? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fully vaxxed now. Yeah. Um so I when I bought him, he was all like like kind of hunched over mm-hmm. in his cage, so I thought he was a lot smaller than he actually was, so I ended up buying a small carrier. Oh shit. And he it's not, oh fuck. Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, so in his carrier, like he, I don't want to make it sound like I'm literally cramming him in with a shoehorn, but the carrier is too small for him. Like today was his last trip in that carrier. I'm ordering another one. Yeah. But as his reward, because he did so well, stop chewing on the fucking wires, uh, because he, <laughs> he did so well at the vet, that on the drive home, I decided to let him out of the carrier so that he could kind of, you know, roam around the Jeep. And, mm. and he did, and he crawled on the dash to the point where he was sitting on the dash to where I'm like looking around him <laughs> to check the stoplights and everything. So I'm like, that you know, that's a cool little reward for him. So for my reward, he shit on my floor floorboard. <laughs> a mile from the house. Like I'm sitting there and he's down there and he's looking up at me. And I'm like, what's up, buddy? 
And then I smelled it like, oh, you mother. Are you seriously right now shitting in my Jeep? And yes, he did. Yeah, I'm talking about you. He's looking up at me right now. Yes, yes. You shit in my car. And now he gets on your lap to try yeah. and get sympathy. Yeah. No, what it is is guy. it's he's like, hey, fucker, there's no food in that bowl. Oh. It's 7 o'clock. You know, usually you hit me by like 6, 6.30. Well, fuck, are you ration around here? Yeah, right? <laughs> are we are we poor, daddy? I need some food. So, yeah, but I love him. Uh, he's been a lot of fun and. Once he got over that sickness, like mm-hmm. he, he'll, very... he'll jump in front of the TV. He'll jump on that bookshelf that I had, mm-hmm. and the only way I can get him down, he's knocked my Xbox over twice. Oh shit! Yeah, this is a dead kitty if he ever fucks <laughs> that up. But if he gets up somewhere where I don't want him to be, I gotta I keep it right next to me. I grab the laser, and and as soon as he sees the laser, pew, he's fucking gone after that. <laughs> So as his punishment, when he does something I don't like, I'll take the laser and get him running around, and then I'll run it towards my bedroom and run it up the bedroom door, and he jumps up and smacks into the fucking bedroom door. And because the bedroom door is kind of smooth, when he jumps up, hits and smacks, he just disappears. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Don't call PETA. But anyway, yeah, love the cat. All right. right. What else did you have? Didn't you say he beats the shit out of the dogs, too? yeah, like he'll them. he'll stay. The dogs will try and get at him, and he'll stay on one side of the gate, and he'll just fuck whap, 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 slap him. Well, now, like when he's in there, if the dog goes at him, TJ immediately lays down, mm-hmm. and like Murphy will try and like get at his belly, and then as soon as he goes in, he just pop, 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 just pops him like <laughs> seventeen times on his head, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny. So right. anyway, did you have anything else? Uh, Murderville. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I watched the first three episodes, and then I well, I actually fell asleep like as the third episode was wrapping up. But um, yeah, it's such a unique show. Do you know anything about it? Yeah, I watched. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, because of what you saw put on Facebook, and I, I also heard McAfee talk about it today. Oh yeah. Um, the same thing the the Marshawn Lynch episode, and yeah, I got you know they explain it to you and. It, it's really good premise, right? Like it's it's something new. Yeah, if you uh, guys have no clue what we're talking about, um, it's a show with Will Arnett. Um, it's it's kind of hard to describe because it's not really a reality show. It's it's a scripted drama show where Will Arnett is a homicide detective, and it's a comedy. In each episode, he gets a new trainee, and the yeah. trainee is a celebrity. Yes, hence uh, Marshawn Lynch, a- Annie Murphy was one. The last one I saw. She was from Schitt's Creek. Um, who was the first episode? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Conan. Oh, yeah. Conan, Conan O'Brien. O'Brien. I didn't watch that one. I just I just skipped right to Marshawn Lynch, and then I watched uh, Camille Nadinejad, or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. I actually watched a little bit of that one, too. Yeah. That, that one I was kind of in and out of. I was doing a little bit of show prep, but yeah. I did watch all of the Marshawn Lynch one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a... Uh, the, the, the twist of it is, is that... Will Arnett and the other regulars on the show, they have scripts. Yeah. The celebrity does not. Yeah, they are 100% improv, and basically it's a whodunit. Right. Like, they, they give you one, uh, I think at least one, maybe a couple, but they give you one rock-solid hint to start off with. It was like, the killer is left-handed because this is where the injury occurred. So right. there's that hint. And then you they give other hints, but they don't, blatantly point them out mm-hmm. like they'll you know handwriting 
right like in the usually the pictures or whatever of the crime scene right so literally everything you as the viewer and the celebrity detective uh would need to solve the crime is right there you just have to pick up on it and then at the end they say okay who's the killer and the celebrity has to basically tell him who the killer is and why and mm. they tell him if they're right or wrong yeah and yeah marshawn lynch one was fucking hilarious oh he's great Man is a national treasure. He really yes. is. Yes. For a guy that never wanted to talk, he's sure been everywhere in this last yeah. year or so, whether it be commercials and yeah. now TV shows. and Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check out uh, the rest of them because, I mean, Will Arnett is funny as fuck, right. too, for an over-the-top uh, character that he plays. But, yeah, definitely a fun show to watch. Right. What you got? That's it. Show-wise? Okay. Um, South Park episode? Tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. You didn't watch the premiere? What? You didn't watch the season premiere? What? Are you serious? I thought it was this week. No, it was last week. Fuck. No, I didn't. Okay. The good? No. Not really. No. <laughs> not really. Uh yeah, it didn't really do much for me. I mean, it was a big metaphor for masks, people wearing masks during COVID and not wearing masks. And uh, Didn't they kind of already do that? I mean, that was kind of my thought, too, honestly. I mean, it wasn't as COVID-heavy, he- but it, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was all that great. Um, Batman is three hours long. Yes. Or I'm sorry, The Batman is three hours long. Don't care. I mean. Well, me too, because I'm a huge Batman mark, but. That is an odd decision, though. You got to admit. I mean, is it is it rated R? Has that been confirmed? I thought it was. Okay. If for nothing else, the violence. Right. It looks like there might be some gore, too, potentially. I mean, it's next month, right? Yeah, it's the fourth, I believe. So, yeah, there would be a rating out for it. No, PG-13. No shit. Okay. Yep. Two hours, 55 minutes. Yeah. Drops. Does not. March 4th. Yes, yeah, right. March 4th. It, it it does look awesome, but, I, man, three hours is it's long for a superhero movie. I mean, it is unless they do it right. I mean, look at Endgame. Right. Endgame was... Damn near three hours. And it, it was, was also the buildup of 26 earlier movies. Though. Yeah, but uh, again, this is Batman. I mean, it's if it's good, it doesn't matter how right. long it is. It's, you know, it, it, if they keep you, doesn't matter. Now, if it sucks, yeah, it that'll be the first thing people rip on is right. you fed us three hours of this bullshit for, you know, no payoff. But if it's as good as it might possibly be... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I get it, but I don't like his look. Um, As Batman or yeah. as... Yeah, okay. I uh, but I understand, like, this is early in his career type thing. He hasn't fully developed the suit and everything. It's kind of a patchwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a hardcore Batman person, I don't like it. Mm. But I understand it's like year two type shit. Mm. Where he hasn't fully, you know, right. developed into the 
Dark Knight that we all know. And what love. do you think of Riddler's look? Because I hear a lot of people complain about that, but. Uh, do you know what's I mean, it's in, weird? Do you know what it's inspired by? It made sense once I heard that. I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. The Zodiac. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also love that actor too, Paul Dano. I'm sure he's gonna fucking kill it. So, I'm I'm definitely excited for it. Um, for sure. Uh, to kind of segue that into something else, because I have HBO Max. I've started watching a lot of the Batman animated movies. I watched Hush. Um, I haven't seen that one. Is that? It's good. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, I can tell that there are definitely some elements that were inspired for the Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, Not exactly, but not a direct... You know what I mean? Kind of like how Dark Knight or... um, Rises. Yeah, had sort of elements of the Dark Knight. Heavy Dark Knight Returns. Right. So that and also in Hush, Batman and Catwoman are kind of a thing, which kind of appears to be the case in the Batman. They've been off and on... Throughout the comics, oh. talking to you, I know that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I recommend it. Um, I wish I kind of would have read the comic first, just so I can kind of compare. Well, I guess I still can. Usually, but... when they do the animated movies, they're pretty fucking spot on. Yeah, like, I know like... the Killing Joke. I haven't watched that yet, but I know a lot of people didn't really like that because they added like a half hour. Yeah, effect. that one was. Uh, of the ones that I have seen, I would say that was one of my least favorites. Right. Um, Under the Red Hood was really good. I liked Under the Red Hood. Because they added, like, they basically put in death of the family elements, Lonely Place of Dying. Like, they showed you how Robin died. That's an animated movie now, too. Death of the Family. Yeah, and it was a choose-your-own-adventure, even, when it first came out. Like, you could re-decide kind of the way they did with the comics. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm as, to... as far as whether or not he died or not. But, like, if you go and look at look it up now, mm-hmm. it's one version oh, okay. of basically he dies. Right. Which is what happened in the comics. Right. Um, <coughs> but he didn't die because he came back as a Red Hood. Spoiler alert. That's right. Um, I also watched The Long Halloween, parts one and two. You, you haven't read that, have uh-uh. you? I recommend it. Yeah. I recommend that and watching the movies that... Really goddamn good. Yeah, I mean, just in general, the graphic novel type stories that has revolved around the Batman have all usually been pretty fucking good. Right. I mean, for my money, The Dark Knight Returns is the best comic graphic novel series ever made. Like, it was just fantastic. I've never read Watchmen, but I know I've heard that's really good as well. I've never read the whole thing, but... Seen the movie and I did love the movie. Yeah. The movie was great, but um, <laughs> the other one I watched mainly out of intrigue was Gotham by Gaslight. Do you know anything about that? I, I've heard of it, where it's basically Batman in the seventeen seventeen hundreds type thing. Yeah, and he's trying to find Jack the Ripper. Yeah, and Catwoman's a prostitute. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna change the time period, right? Cool. Um. I didn't, maybe it's just because I'm a traditionalist, I didn't like the ending, because guess who Jack the Ripper was? Joker. Jim Gordon. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because he's, you know, a cop, and he hates these whores, and yeah. Yeah. And the whole city, like, burns to the ground, too, at the end. Oh, all right. Crazy. It's weird. Cats just do that. They they lay on you and just go limp. 
Yeah, it's fucking strange. So, um, very vocal cat too. I've noticed. Yeah. Did you have anything else? No, because that taps us out, and holy shit, it's two hours. Yep, I think that'll uh, pretty much yeah. do it. We will. Uh, what are you doing for the the big one? Uh, going to my brother's. Oh yeah, he can't go anywhere, can he? <laughs> That's why. Uh, remember a couple weeks ago when I was by and you told me that you had something you wanted to ask me about a friend. Certain, certainly not. Wait, what are we talking about? You said that like you had a friend that needed advice. I didn't know if you wanted to. Not on the show, no. Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to cover for you and say it was a friend because it's obviously not. Yeah. But we pretty much. Why would we? That, do, so. I don't know. Would do it on a podcast? No. Well, yeah, it could. You know, if it ain't <laughs> about you. But now we we can't do that. All right. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up. We will uh, come back sometime probably next week and wrap up the Super Bowl and talk about latest episode of Peacemaker. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. All two hours of it. I'm Bees. He's Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya. Ooh.